This is a Rollmaster classic actual place that interrogate Anthra's excellent Shadow World using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items and characters on World Anvil, where our campaign is called The Praise of Old Men. You'll find links to that and our other forms of media for our sessions as well as an index of this episode in the description. As usual, this episode has jump cuts to keep the runtime down. Previously, Silk lost her fight with a shadow entity which now possesses her. Despite the companion's best efforts, the new owner was able to use the magician's considerable arcane talents to evade capture, running off into the murk of the demon city of Tarek Nev. The hunt for the last artifact must be suspended while she is chased down and somehow restrained. This is your overview of the city. If you remember, you're at this uh, large courtyard. If I call up that map, this is kind of where we left things last session. You had found a gold embossed runic circle, some sort of either summoning or warding circle. Cautiously, you approach this circle with uh, Acor, for example, the archer hanging back, his wingman, um, that stout uh, dwarven fighter, Snarkle. Um, Snarkle, also hanging back. It was left to Cran, as usual, and Victoria to approach. Cran, sensing that something was up, didn't penetrate the inner circle and stepped back. Unfortunately, Silk, with a mind of her own and something of a rebellious, inquisitive streak, just ran straight into the circle. And that triggered a number of things. It triggered a ward, it triggered an illusion, and so on. Inside the circle, there are actually, there were two bodies. There was one of a golden armoured um, Amarishi lying face down, wings at odd angles. There was another that was hidden by an illusion who was wearing a human who's wearing greenish armour, but the breastplate was missing. As Silk stepped in, the corpse or something emerged from the corpse of the Amarishi and swept towards Silk. And to cut a long story short, Silk was obviously possessed or infected by something and has now run off northwards. Some of you tried to grab her and failed. Some of you tried to um, shoot at her. Uh, or, or bring her down. Uh, Acor managed to stick her with an arrow, but using her spells, she's now vanished. You don't think that she's turned invisible. There was, I suppose, the equivalent of almost a vapour trail. Um, you got a glimpse of her stepping, and then all of a sudden she flickered out of existence. So not invisibility, using or Ugnan is aware that this is probably some sort of teleportation spell teleportation with a lowercase t that sort of device the circle is now quiescent the wards have been broken whatever was triggered has now it's got its victim has gone what do you want to do folks we're not in initiative order yet i'm going to give you a few minutes to sort of agree your strategy silk has run off northwards um I wouldn't even hesitate. I'm going to sprint north, well, as fast as you can sprint in plate belt, um, pick up the horn on the way up and blow a sort of reveille on it. Wait, 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 wait. You want to track her, don't you? You want to just run off in a random direction. If she's invisible, she could just run up, 
and then take an immediate left turn. And where are you going to go then, lad? North. I'm, I have no idea where she is, and I'm not thinking straight. If I can get within reason. 500 feet of her, I can cast spells that will tell me where she is. Well, fuck it. Do it then. Come on. Fran's getting angsty. Yeah, well, I've got to concentrate okay. on to do it. That's what I mean. We've got to get her, get. hopefully she goes down right. to ground, and then we can um, surround her or something. But we need to well, keep up our track. You must be 500 feet or less now. Uh, we have who, anybody good at tracking? I have some skills in tracking that might be useful at this point. Can you see if there's any blood trail or anything like that you might be able to follow on? I mean, she'll have jumped probably 100, 200 feet in one random direction, maybe north as Cran says, but you might be able to pick it up from there. Yeah, I'll take a look where we sort of saw her disappear and see if there's any trail. All right, what I want you to do then is if you can make... So you bend down and look at the ground, and you're trying to pick up. Fortunately, you've hit her with an arrow. Um, you know where your arrow hit her, so you can probably get to there and begin your tracking. That was your last physical sighting of her. Okay, so what I want you to do then, please, Acor, is you bend down, look at the ground. You can certainly see a blood trail. You know that it's not far from that spot where she seemed to teleport. Uh, what you're trying to do is to try and pick up blood spatters and from it sounds like something from the oj simpson trial and from the pattern of the blood spatters you're trying to work out which direction she went so i'm going to make that a very hard tracking roll please since you've guessed because you've got tracking oh fantastic so you know that she headed north and Right, let me just clear these tokens and I'll put you on another map. So you're able to follow the tracks that are left northwards towards a tangle of buildings. These are obviously residencies. Can you all give me perception rolls? You remember that your vision is limited to approximately 60 feet or so. My God, all eagle-eyed. Okay, so you can see that there's a small tower and you can see that um, there is a fountain ahead of you. Across to the right, you can hear the sound of water. So you know you're not too far from the edge of the city. There's no sign at first of silk, but... Ugnan and Acor, you can see that just by the fountain, there seems to be the shaft of an arrow. Looks like the arrow that penetrated uh, Silk's calf has been discarded. Silk at some point leant down and removed the shaft. Cran, can you give me Cran, Victoria and snarkle snarkle's not here cran and victoria can you give me intuition rolls please both cran and victoria are cell swords mercenaries cran in particular uh victoria you'll know that removing an arrow is extremely painful cran similarly you don't just pull an arrow out uh, Acor's arrows we'll say are barbed arrows so the only way to remove the arrow is to push it through, snap the arrowhead off, and then pull the shaft out the other way. 
Now, that obviously runs a uh, risk of infection, doing more damage and so on. So you have to be sure that when you push the arrow through, you're not going to plunge it through a vital organ or through an artery. Um, but more than anything, it's extremely painful. And Cran and Ugnan, uh, Cran, Ugnan um, and Victoria, you'll know that as brave as Silk is, um, she's not one who enjoys pain. So she's done something that's quite uncharacteristic. Anyway, you can see that she did something uncharacteristic um, for her. And so clearly she's not in her right mind. And you've got more evidence of where to go. But before you can do much further, you can hear those telltale chill voices coming again. But I don't want to get wet. But I don't want to get wet. Oh, op, oh do stop. I'll tell Mama. Oh, but I don't want to get wet. But I don't want to get wet voices of these horrible childlike demons are coming from the north but just underneath their babble and they sound like quite a number you can hear the sound of a whip being cracked there's no sign of silk at this moment at all what do you want to do should we head round northeast and get around them beyond where their children are if we can i would just keep running because she's going to be moving fast did the, did the tracks anything a call to, to say where they're going is it straight through that noise um a call can make another tracking roll it's going to be a, another very hard tracking roll if it was perception i'd say it's sheer it's extreme extremely hard or sheer folly but it's tracking which is a narrowed skill you've got blood difficult to tell Certainly northwards, um, probably, yeah, certainly northwards as regards where those sounds are coming from. He's no idea. He doesn't know whether it's coming from that direction or not. Acor is a little bit unnerved by the sounds of those children. Because remember, he's not heard this noise before. Don't this really is know, big new to him. I don't know if it's worth getting round, not having a fight or losing the track and just having a fight. Let's go, go straight then. Well, I don't straight know. The, sound of, the whip sounds like there's something big ahead. Oh, Silk's found a, found a level. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Um, you know, the black Thanks. murk is the black murk ahead quite thick like it was before when Cran met that last giant flame wreathed demon no it's not no it's not as thick so remember you caught you came across those two sort of warding demons which really seemed to be it looked like their function was just to stop you going forward they were just really there um to stop you making progress they were there to sort of block your way and things like that no, these demons don't sound. Oh, sorry, they the murk is not as thick as they were. It's up to you, lot. I'm not at my patching you up, just depends if you want to fight or or go round. I know nothing of this, so I'll, I'll go with what you recommend, Victor. Um, I think we should go straight. Let's see, see what these boys are. are like yeah i agree let's go okay so as you get a little bit closer so as acor leads the way a little bit closer and you step around the vegetation 
you can see three of these creatures kneeling down and it looks like they're they're pulling at something but you can't see what they're pulling at but they're babbling away in exactly the same way that all of these horrible creatures have one of them is talking about getting wet one of them is talking about um not being able to favorite toy and another one is talking about where mummy is oh, where's mummy gone where's mummy gone where's mummy gone over and over again they look to be about eight or nine but you know that that age is just you know complete deception acorn let's, you, let's see what you're made of with that bow uh i'll tap him on the shoulder acorn do you want do you want to use this um i don't really use it a lot but this heart bow's meant to be pretty handy i think it's magical when it's got powers that i can't even unlock and i'll pass over if you're interested in that acorn a really 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 long bow it's made of heartwood and ivory um Acor kind of it slightly suspiciously, but uh, brings his mm -hmm. bow over his shoulder and takes the new bow. Basically, Acor, it's got a range modifier of plus 20% to all range categories. It's a long bow. You've got to have a minimum of 80 strength to use it, and I'm, I hope you've got that. Um, it's very hard pull. It's plus 10 non-magical, but it may have magical properties. We just haven't un got kind of attuned to them yet. Um, 83 so I'm good that's perfect uh, you can see three of these demons they're unaware of you. you watch as Acor quietly takes the bow offered by John tests its weight tests the draw of the bow and then nods and presumably is going to have a shot at one of these creatures you can still hear the whip, but you can't see any sign of silk. Now, that could be because she's now invisible. It could be because she's teleported away, but you know she headed in this direction. So when we hear the whip okay. noise, we can't. it's still in the gloom then. We can't see what's making it. Yeah, it's behind the children. How far behind, you don't know. You can hear it, but sound as well in Tarek Nev is slightly muffled because of all of the murk and stuff that's floating around in the air acor you've decided to have a shot so if you want to shoot one of these creatures so when you're ready you can make an attack we won't do any sort of initiative let me just reset the initiative to round one Ugna wants to be preparing hold kind so um give him like 30 seconds to do all that and it'll be okay a, then it'll be over um now yeah okay Acor, so if you want to have a shot at one of these creatures, you can do so. There you go. Nice. So Acor's arrow strikes um, one of the creatures straight in chest. So that's 11 points of damage. And you can do um, a B puncture critical, please. Oh, 93. 93. Ooh. he's pretty handy with that <laughs> okay um so the arrow takes the creature um see i should write really write for the criticals before i describe the shot so the arrow takes the, the creature through the hip and sort of lower arm um 
the thing immediately squawks and topples over backwards as the arrow almost fixes it to the floor. The other two creatures jerk their heads up and start staring into the gloom, looking straight towards you. Can I have some initiative rolls, please, from everybody? Yeah, we could beat Silk for once. (laughs) 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 Just to make everybody happy. There you go. Silk has an initiative of... Actually, Silk, I need you to make an initiative roll as well, actually, please. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, you are somewhere doing something unpleasant. Yeah, that's true. Okay, here we go. Okay, so the first creature looks up, um, or sorry, is pinned to the ground, is staggering around, and is unable to do anything other than keep squawking, I can't find mummy, I can't find mummy, I can't find mummy, and does nothing else. Silk, it's your turn. If you want to tell me what your action is in the chat, and then I can let your actions impact on the party so if you want to pop something in chat that's fine i don't think anything's going to happen to the party this turn so i'm going to move on to the next uh demon again the creature looks up stares across at its friend lurches to its feet and reaches out towards you saying but i don't want to get wet but i don't want to get wet and it begins to grin at you This one similarly begins to stagger towards you as well, making the same inane babbling noises. Ugnan, you were preparing a spell last round. Do you want to get it off this round or do you want to have another round of preparation? Yeah, another round, please. Okay. Cran. Time for some action. Yeah, might be to charge in and attack. Um, So he draws his sword. I'll jog in. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you for a moving manoeuvre roll because you're doing something other than walking yep. in sort of murky terrain. That's all. Uh, just a you're only jogging. So let's make that a medium man- moving manoeuvre roll, please. Ground is fairly good. Yep, that's fine. So if you want to make an attack, you can go ahead. I'm so used to seeing so a negative number. Yeah, I've not had a good with heavy play. <laughs> Still good enough, though. Good enough. I will attack. I'm going to attack two. Um, and I will apply a little bit of parry. Okay. And swing at it with Shieldbreaker. Have that! And if it's... I, there's a few other bonuses on that as well. Oh, I think... Okay, you... 48 points and an E slash critical. Your weapon is demon slaying as well. Uh, 48. Okay. So your sword, as you draw it, step in, begins to thump. But shield breaker slices through um, the upper shoulder, head and chest of the demonic creature. And... The thing is smashed to the ground and doesn't get up. Come on, have some of that. There you go. Victoria, you've seen Cran defeat one with one blow. You've obviously got your own uh, choice of weapons. You can use the Warhammer, which is a demon slaying weapon, or you can use what has proven to be probably your most reliable weapon, your scythe, which is... 
a demonic yeah, blade rather than a holy blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, I'm thinking of using the scythe. Yes, you know it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is lethal. Keep that Coming yeah. in the hot crayon. <laughs> yeah, it might not just be silk that you're wondering about. Uh, I'm it also gonna. Demonic. Yeah. I'm also gonna jog in. And, uh... Okay, so that's gonna be a normal moving maneuver roll, please. Uh, the ground isn't particularly treacherous, yeah. and you're only jogging in. Oh dear. Only um, jogging. Uh, it's not a fumble. That's but good. Uh, how far can you move if you jog? Uh, 82. 82. So 10, 20, 30, 40. You get, actually, you get just within range. So you're Ooh. still able to make your attack. Just. The ground is... Where did those vines come from that Cran uh, avoided? <laughs> and the bench and the gazebo. Oh, my God. And the picket fence. What is this? <laughs> Dread but you still get there. Hard life. Off you go. Ooh, Ooh. Okay. But still not quite as good as Cran. You're getting up there, though. Oh, I, I forgot <laughs> to add 15 to that. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, that's number three. So that's uh, crunches into the uh, demon for 30 points of damage. You do an E slash critical first, please. Oh, 88. Wow. So with one blow, you take the creatures as it stood up. You decide to go low and then high. The low blow that you put on it first just takes its leg off. And the creature collapses, squawking feebly, blood pumping out of the stump that is left. It's not going to move again. Nice. The creature goes down without you having to use that second blow. We'll go to Acor. There is one creature left that you stuck last time with your arrow. Unfortunately, to use your longbow, you're going to have to load this round and fire next round, or you can swap weapons. What do you want to do? Uh, I think I'll load this round. Okay. What I'll allow you to do then, Acor, is make a perception roll as well. As you study the creature and uh, look to see whether your party are under immediate threat, can you give me a very hard perception roll, please, as you scan the surroundings quickly? Okay. You are aware of creatures across to the northwest coming towards the house, and obviously from the north... And that whip noise, which is uh, sort of uh, the noise that you'd make if you were driving and herding creatures, is getting louder. And you can hear the babble of more of these demons coming towards you. So the party is about to have incoming. Are they coming from that direction, Stuart? Sorry. Just they're coming from the northwest and they're coming from the north. Nothing, sorry, from the northeast and from the north. Can I tell Snarkle that? Yeah, Snarkle will step to here, but he won't go too far from you. He's going to act as kind of a, a guard or a buffer. Can I have some initiative rolls, please? And obviously, um, Silcon needs an initi a fresh initiative roll from you as well, please. 
Yep, you got it. So we'll start with um, Silk. You can tell me what you want to do in chat, and you can tell me when you want to cast that spell. Look out. There seems to be a large number of the small demonic children um, in quite a tight group. Thank you. Uh, I'll resolve that uh, a little bit later, Silk. Yep. If you don't mind. Thank you. Yep. Uh, so you can see more of these creatures and they seem to be quite packed together. You remember that these are individually as you've just seen they're not particularly strong but one bite is quite a powerful and potent um anesthetic that can knock out even the most powerful of the people bugnan um i never thought i'd say this you're the first to act i'll be working out He's going to delay his action after all that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the shock is too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, yeah, it's going to delay until the end of their action because you just want to see if anything comes from the north. Okay, so, Cran, it's your turn. Um, so, I think I, got, I was on a 15 initiative. Um, yeah. Okay, Victoria, protect the flank. Um, and then I'll shout, Oi, dwarf, what's your name? Snarkle, get up here next to me. Let's try and close this gap off in this building. And I'm going to step there. I think the one ahead of me is pretty badly wounded still, isn't it? Yeah, it's damaged. It's it's hobbling to its feet and beginning to reach out towards you. Okay. I'm going gonna... to put all my defence onto... The names are too long. I can't actually. They all look the same. Um, I'm assuming that's worked. And I will attack one with the shield breaker. Yeah. Oh, that's not very good. It's enough. Took with the back just bounced off the wall as I was. Uh, uh, so that's okay. So that's thirty points of damage. You get to do your critical as well, which is uh, since it's demonic. Sorry, demon slaying. High open-ended, a 70 is brutal strike through the foe's heart. Another 20 hits, foe dies immediately. Add That's 10 your to your next swing. So the creature, as it staggers to its feet, you stab shield breaker through its heart, uh, killing it. Nice. So down it goes. So these things are not putting up much of a fight so far. It's when they bite you. Until, yeah, until they bite you. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you're in trouble. Okay, so, Victoria. Uh, Victoria's going to move up to uh, uh, number seven. Okay. And attack. That's another 30 points. And again, you've done an E slash critical. Crikey, mighty one. Oh my well, god. Hey, why don't you why don't you help out? <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't Victoria do something for God's sake? Okay, so uh seven this time you almost cut it in half. Remember your that a scythe is a reaping tool, and you are certainly reaping these. 
Um, yeah. <clears throat> Ever fancy Victoria being a teacher? <laughs> no, not really. My mother is Okay, Acor, it's your turn. You've got your bow strung. The only one that really you've got a line of sight for is child number eight. But you can certainly have a pop. Vision is difficult, so I want you to apply a minus 10 to your dice roll, please. Uh, okay, I will go for number eight and I will take the minus 10. Thank you. And let's do this. Okay, that is on number eight. That is still 12 points of damage and you get to do a B puncture, please. So another arrow flies through the air. Unfortunately, it flickers through some bushes and really does nothing more than just graze the creature's forehead as it ducks at the last minute. Snarkle will step up beside you, Cran, as you suggested, and ready his axe, but not do anything else. Let's have some initiative rolls, please. And this time I'll try and get this right. Okay, so the creatures actually for some reason move around the building so the first creature moves around the building the second one moves around the building they stare at you they're aware of you but the whip noise uh, is quite loud now and you can see that there's a telltale sort of flicker as part of it whips out and let me show you that one there looks to be some um, a tall humanoid creature clad in dark clothes, but wearing an outlandish sort of floppy hat. And he brandishes a whip in one hand and he's got what looks like a long spear in the other. He sees you as well. And he looks at you, Cran, and you, Snarkle, nods and then moves his herd around the other side of the building. Well, let's not fight if we don't have to, lads. Sorry, Victoria and lasses. <laughs> Ugnan, what do you want to do? I want to cast whole kind on him, but I hear what Cran says. So again, he delays uh, and just watches what's going to happen. Okay. Victoria, the creatures are coming around the side of the building. Mm. They're being driven by this tall humanoid with the outlandish floppy hat. Yeah, Victoria also heard what uh, <laughs> Cran uh, said and uh, will uh, stay wherever she is. Okay, Victoria holds her position. Cran. Or oh, charge. Uh, Cran? Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted them all to myself. <laughs> Cran's just going to walk up to there uh, and he's gripping his sword and just looking at the large demon's eyes to make sure he's still going around the building but ready to okay attack if he needs to all right cran can you first of all give me a channeling resistance roll please in the that tower no when did a bit of foolishness ever stop us okay thank you uh then can you give me a perception roll with no penalties so as you get closer you think you can see a f something moving in the murk beyond the creature about 40 feet beyond the creature 
you can see what looks like a slender humanoid figure in robes gesturing towards you frantically pointing at you almost trying to shoo this creature towards you but the creature isn't having any of it and he continues to drive his herd as it were around the building away from you what you can also see cran is he glances towards the three bodies of the demons that you've slain so far is there anything else Cran you want to do Cran will just shrug nonchalantly as, <laughs> as he looks at the bodies and then he'll say over his shoulder hey i think i don't know it it could be silk up here there's a there's a thin humanoid like 40 foot up beyond this big fucker and i think that may be her and then I, I'll, I'll just keep kind of in a defensive stance okay uh, wait for people to catch up come on let's get up there snarkle joins you as well acor what do you want to do do you want to reload and hold your position or do you want to close up the others are now beginning to get you've got ugnan for company but the others have now moved away from you what do you want to do i'm going to sort of reload can i reload and move to about sort of yeah. yes yeah, that's that's yeah, that's fine. Okay. Ugnan um, cancels his spell and just runs up. Well, actually, yeah, you will run up. Good lord, man, just calm down. No type of running yet. <sighs> okay. Uh, let me just clear clear all. Okay, so you close up into what is clearly a, a more defensible position. Victoria might step back slightly. These creatures just move past you en masse. They show interest in you, and clearly they want to turn and, well, attack you, feast on you. But whatever this large demonic shepherd is doing doesn't involve you, and it continues to drive its herd along the outer wall away from you so that soon it's lost to sight as you watch it nervously now there's no sign of silk at all but can you all give me a an extremely hard perception roll please <laughs> okay uh Acor, you can hear a voice mutter very faintly, damn it, thought that would work, uh, but nothing else. You can see movement from, a, from foliage further ahead as if something is running away and retreating. You can also see what looks to be a small blue shape running away from you as well whatever this creature is it's about maybe one to one and a half feet tall humanoid but bright blue and it too runs northwards after this other figure Ugnan, you can also hear a voice and it sounds like silk saying damn it i thought that would work okay and you can also see this familiar blue sprite running northwards. 
Is it like the one we saw before, or I'd seen before? Actually, we've all seen before. Yes. Mm. Yes, mm. you've seen this blue sprite a number of times. Isn't that you fake? Know... That's Queen Mapping. Yes, it is. Follow the sprite okay. might to silk. Oh, yes, let's keep following. Good idea. Okay, so you go northward through sort of the tangled ruins, and almost every step of the way, you catch a glimpse of this blue shadow and now that you know what you're looking for you can quite easily see that it pauses from time to time looks back in your direction and then beckons you on it's leading you on perhaps it's aware that you can't track your comrade but it can and ahead of you you can see the ground is beginning to rise up in front of you you can see what looks like a small hill ahead of you and on top of the hill you can see some more buildings so you've probably got to about here and you can see the ground is has risen to give you this small hill and there are a few buildings on top of the hill as well Milling around on top of the hill, you can see a number of these child demons again, but they seem uh, and they seem again to have a shepherd with them. The shepherd, though, seems to be talking to somebody. You can see him bent over, but he's got his back to you. So you can't see what this creature is talking to or who this creature is talking to, but he's clearly conversing with something or somebody taking instructions perhaps as to where to take this hoard. No sign of silk and the blue fey creature that you've been following has vanished, but it's led you to this hill. So the creature is probably about there talking to somebody. And there's some more of these sort of demons, sort of childlike demons waiting to be driven somewhere the blue fey creature that you followed has stopped and vanished presumably that means silk is somewhere so do you say we can't see who the shepherd was talking to at the moment no you can't see what the shepherd is talking to because it is too massive in terms of width whatever it's talking to whoever it's talking to is on the other side of that ruined building that you can see which is on top of this um, curved hill in front of you. What's it say, Agnan? Something behind the wall. Need to get up behind that wall as quick as possible. All right, let's let's take the this fucker out here, and you try and so two people try and get behind, and the the other three try and take out these demons. Then why don't you and Acor take a, take a shot and then try and skirt around the flanks of the wall? Ugden, you do the same, and the other three of us will go straight down the throat of this damn thing. Three, two, one, go! Okay. <laughs> okay. And I did not ever expect to hear you get that right in correct numerical order. <laughs> <laughs> two, one, three, go! Sorry, yeah. harsh but but fair. Yeah. Okay, can I have some? This is going to be interesting. So Cran has just told you what the plan is. 
Let's see if any of you can remember what the plan is. Initiative <laughs> rolls, please, and no discussion as you charge in different directions. Oh, I like it. I like it. This is a, this is a tough GM. All right. So <laughs> the demons are unable to do anything. Silk, I'm going to skip you. Um, no. I'm going to skip these. The demon now begins to straighten up. Ugnan, what are you doing? What did Cran ask you to do? He said, something like that. Because I was too busy measuring distances. So I'm going to do exactly what he must have said, which is I'm going to use my shield to leave 100 feet. Oh, nice idea. I think it should take me about here. Okay. So, okay. So I think I'm just going to ask you to activate that spell and not go wrong. So you can't, uh, you use your leaving ability, don't you, on your shield? On shield. But what I'm going to do yeah, as well, Stuart, okay. is I'm going to pop a Zolzandura as I do it. A Zolzandura gives me haste for three rounds. Okay. Good. Oh. Nice. Stargate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, dear. Thank God I took Zolzandura. Yeah. Okay. So, um, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. So, so you're going to take the herb, yep. which speeds up your actions. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to cast a spell. Yes. Right. Let's. I'm. I'm going to give you a break here. I'm going to assume that to activate your item on your shield, it's just a word. What my ruling would be under the action of haste, if you're trying to incant, incant a spell, I'd add to your fumble range because you're clearly speaking really, really quickly. If you see what I mean, and okay. you could mumble the word, mumble the words, but that that's not going to come into play because you're activating a shield item. And I assume it's got something as simple as, I don't know, Expelliano or, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to come with the Sorry. next thing I want to do. So I'm so embarrassed I said that. Okay, so off you go. Um, just make a regular spell roll just to not fumble it by dropping the shield on your foot and going, fortunately, the magic word is bugger it. <laughs> yep. So you appear and suddenly think, ah, there's a lot of creatures here. Is there no silk there then? There, there is no sign of silk. That well, actually, give me so as you let as you arrive, give me a sheer, give me an extremely hard perception roll, please. So you land, see the creatures, have a quick look round, and you think you can see silk. Can you see the tower towards the uh, northeast? You thought you could see silk heading towards that tower, not too closely followed by that blue sprite that seems more and more agitated as it runs across the ground. Not that silk is that large, but never mind. As silk runs across, that blue demon jumps up and down from time to time, waving its arms, clearly quite agitated and worried nervous frightened or maybe excited as to what's going to happen next cran cran so, uh, is going to run straight straight up so a jog is a medium maneuver yes i'm going to give you well i'm going to make it because you're trying to jog uphill as well 
because you're going up that slope. So that's going to make it hard, but I'm not going to add anything more to it. Hold on. So that's an addiction factor. <laughs> oh, God. I'm addicted no. to like speed, I think it is. Oh God! Oh my God! I'm just checking. Seventy gold. Seventy gold each. How much? You're you're already addicted to draft. I know, baby. Oh my God! What an expensive habit. (laughs) As an heroic party goes, you're all (laughs) junkies. Yeah, you've you've hit the expensive one there, though. By the sound of things. Oh, I'm just baby. looking at this. So, Ugnan, when you laugh, cry, or bleed, you glow red like a campfire. Yep. And you're addicted to Draft and Zulcendra. <laughs> so, the difference between <laughs> you as a drug snorting addict that glows red most of the time and a demon is presumably not very much <laughs> in terms of appearances. The okay. problem, though, with supply, and he knows where all the sensitive parts of the body are as a healer. All right. So, Cran, sorry, to get back to you, that would mean that not only have you failed, um, you've only gone 70% of that distance. So you've probably got to about here, hit the slope and gone, ah, bugger. I'm not quite okay. got up the slope. I will parry against the large demon, though. Um with seeing that I wasn't going to make it, I'll I'll do a big parry. Okay. Okay. We'll go to Victoria. I think I'm also going to try and uh, jog up to uh, the demons. You guys are so heroic, I, aren't you? We'll you just get <laughs> Yeah, we'll do a leisurely jog. Ah, bit of a walk. Stop to pick some berries on the way. Sprint. No, I must confess, yeah. as a teacher of some academic standing at my school, I don't often have to run anywhere. <laughs> okay, I'm on a bicycle. You have a man okay. with taking your That's right. power. So. Is it uh, yeah. hard as well? Uh, no, it's... Uh, yes, I think I did make it hard because obviously you've got the slope, vegetation yeah. and so on. Okay. Oh, yeah. 66. That should have been a natural 66. Okay, so you're also not going to quite get there. You get to the slope, Ah. and then it's kind of not quite. Acor. So your two companions have gone off at the run to try and close up, but the slope that they've encountered is a little bit steeper than they first assumed, and they're struggling to get up with their weapons out. However... Mm -hmm. You've got a good line of sight on the large demon and on one of those child demons, number 10, if you want to have a crack. Who are these adventurers that I find myself with that <laughs> run off and walk out and reach a hill and suddenly go, oh, bloody hell, this is really hard. <laughs> 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 so is actually trying to yourself. ditch them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you unfortunately, your attempt to shoot is, is impeded by Acor pulling on your arm going, <laughs> Fuck them. Let's go home. This is crap. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go for the large demon. Uh-oh. It will show you there. There we go. Good. Fumble. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's all going well. It's all going well. This is good. 
<laughs> uh, if you shoot Fran in the back of the head, you'll, you'll be in serious trouble. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, it is a missile weapon, so there is a chance you could shoot one of your own party. Um, <laughs> so you want uh, just a D100 roll, please. No bonuses or penalties, and you want as low as possible, please. Do not roll 100. 64. Oh. As you draw back your arrow on the bow that Cran has given you, which is a fey bow, you can feel the bow quiver in your hand as if something is wrong. Or it could be just the tension of the bowstring. Remember, you've only fired this bow once and you're still getting used to it. You actually fumble the bow and you're going to lose two rounds while you reset the string uh, pick up the arrow and reload. So you just uh, you're going to miss the next two rounds only, but you don't let fly with the arrow. So the creature probably isn't aware that you're there. Snarkle. He's seen two people charge off. He walks across to the bush. He's not going to run. Dwarves aren't made for running. And then he looks back at you to make sure you're all right, Acor. He can see that he's in touching distance well. Malie, closing distance of Cran and Victoria. So that will be his round. He's not going to go too far. Okay, Silk, you're in that tower. If you want to tell me what you want to do, that's fine. Or I'm just going to assume that having run as far as you can with a bleeding wound, you've now got to stop and do first aid, stop and take some potions, or you're going to stop and cast a spell. Um, your party have come after you. Now, you, that can be good because you can now emerge, or that can be bad. From your viewpoint, Silk, can you give me a perception roll, please? From the tower. You bet. There are more of those demons on the other side, on the lee side of the hill. If combat is joined more of those demons, those childlike demons, will join in. Now, the party are almost certainly unaware of the presence of those creatures because they, they're just on the wrong side of the hill. Ugnan, who suddenly appeared, is staring around wildly. You're not convinced that he's seen how much danger he's actually in. They could be swarmed by up to a dozen of these creatures. So it's going to be up to you what you do. And you can type that into the chat. Are you ready for the laugh? Yes. Fuck you all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Minus one. Oh, my God. I have God. to admit that the unpredictability is incredibly predictable. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. shit. She smiles and applies first aid to herself. <laughs> okay. Shit. Only Silk. Oh, my only God. Only Silk, who's failed a first aid roll, sorry, a, a self-discipline roll, would then do the sensible thing. Most yeah. people, if they fail a self-discipline roll, <laughs> would do the unwise thing. Silk, being who she is, does the wise thing. All right, Silk, let's give me a first aid roll. And that's it. That's uh, her turn. Yeah, that's not going to do anything. All right, uh, let's have some initiative rolls. Look at that, Ugnan. Almost there with you. Oh, bugger. 
Not quite close to silk, though. Silk. You failed to stop the bleeding. You can see that there are more of these demon things which I've just not put on the map now. It just bloats the combat tracker and um, slows the game down. There are about another half dozen of these creatures all to the north of of Ugnan, and they're beginning to move towards Ugnan, scenting the air. Remember these creatures, their eyesight isn't very good, but they're sniffing the air, and you can see they're flicking out their human tongues, but they're clearly scenting the air as well with their tongues, as well as sniffing it and smelling it. And they're being drawn towards Ugnan. Right. On the other hand, you're bleeding heavily. Um, Well, bleeding, not... Okay, so you start preparing a spell. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Right, the creature steps up and is aware of kind of the pounding of the feet and the, oh, bugger, as you hit the slope. He turns and looks at you cran and looks at you victoria and just frowns and then he puts his head on one side victoria and looks not at you but at the scythe that you're carrying and his eyes go a little bit wider he drops the whip leaves one hand on the what looks like a some sort of spear that he's carrying and he reaches out with the other hand and begins to walk towards you, Victoria. But he's focused on the scythe. He wants the scythe. Okay. Or, or a hug. Or a hug. Could be a hug. Or, or a hug, yes. He just wants to, you know, he looks at you, Victoria, and says, come on, let's hug it out. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, unfortunately, Ugnan, these creatures, though they're weak, are very quick. And one comes running towards you, muttering to itself, and it tries to bite you, I'm afraid. Because that's what the sort of thing that they do. Uh, this one obviously <laughs> forgot to put its dentures in and fumbles its bite. Yes. Oh, nice. It, it bites its lip. That one comes running towards you but won't get to you yet. That one, number 10, comes down towards you, Victoria. So one of the creatures tumbles, almost tumbles down the hill and runs towards you, Victoria, and tries to bite you. Misses just. You step back just as its tiny little teeth graze your knee. Now, the bites are not damaging. It's the venom that they use, which is a thing that is quite worrying. They're easy to kill, but if they start biting at you, you could be in trouble. One goes at you, I'm afraid, Ugnan, and it's attacking you from the rear as well. I'm parrying it. Tries to... Are you parrying it? Yeah, I've got that in the combat tracker. Oh, okay. That's number six, is it? Yeah. Okay, right. In which case, it won't, be, it won't be attacking you from behind unless you're doing some sort of bizarre parry manoeuvre. <laughs> Shield behind your head. And I'm afraid it manages to sink its teeth into your hand. As you try and parry, that's 17 points and a B slash critical. So I'll roll the B slash first as it bites at your hand. Oh, 64. 
Okay. Um, you jerk your hand, but it still manages to clutch you across the forearm. Like that. And can I have a poison resistance roll, please? That's fine. Nice. That's fine. You've eaten worse plum pudding. <laughs> okay. The other creature, though, also comes at you. And it will try and bite you, Ugnan, as these things swarm over you. That one also manages to sink its teeth into you. Okay. And the B-slash is 49. So that also catches you on the hand. You've got a parry next round and you take another four points of damage. Can I have another poison resistance roll, please? That's really why cool. you are made of much tougher stuff. Ugnan, it's your turn. Though you are stunned, you can still move and try and extricate yourself from this situation. Yeah, and I'm hasted as well, so I get 200% action. Yeah. So I'm going to try and leg it towards the tower if possible. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Give me a moving manoeuvre roll, please, because you're moving through some bodies as you just run past them. Oh, oh I'm stunned. That's what the negative is. Oh, right. Oh. So, so you manage so can I, to get to I, that there. Well, if I'm hasted, can I not wait for the one round for the stun and then run in the second round when they're not stunned anymore? Or does it not work? Uh, like no. So the way haste works is what you could do is stay here this round. Because um, you'll get you'll get a bonus. You should get a bonus to your initiative because you're hasted. Yeah, I I'm gonna have you move to there as because uh, I think you should have gone first, which which would have given you the the opportunity to avoid some of those attacks. Instead, I don't think obviously the combat tracker or the rules. I just don't think you're picking up that you're hasted. I would have given you a fairly hefty bonus, and they are moderately fast. Their attack quickness is fast. So I think if you're hasted, you would be faster than them. So you should have had something like a plus 30 bonus to your initiative, uh, which would have meant I think you'd have avoided some of that damage. So I'm going to have as some sort of compensation. I'm, I'm winging this a little bit, Ugnan. I think you'd have got to there. Okay? Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, it's fine. It's good. That's, that's good. the best thing I can do to kind of compensate because I think you should have had a bonus to your initiative. All right, so Ugnan, you stagger out of the way. Cran, you can move in and attack this creature quite normally, no moving manoeuvre roll. But because it's on slightly higher ground than you, I want a minus 10 to your attack roll, please. Did Cran notice that Ugnan had been surrounded and then broke free or was it all behind him? No, you can't see. Okay. All right, so he'll step in. Uh, I'm going absolute gangbusters, not powering at all this round. Uh, after last round, I'm trying to, because I still think Ugnan's surrounded. I kind of saw him being surrounded running up. Yes. So I'm going to step up um, and attack it. So that's 38 points of damage on the creature. And, yeah. He's got his eye on that shiny axe of yours there, Victoria. <laughs> keep Keep his hands off that. And obviously it's uh, a holy weapon. Sorry, demon slaying weapon. I'm sorry. Um, not, not a particularly good critical. <laughs> five. Another 20 hits. 
I'm afraid. Oh, hang on a minute. I do additional critical. The additional damage on critical hits is five by multiplying the creature's level by the degree of severity of the critical. A equals one, B equals two, C equals three. Okay, so this would have been uh, an E critical. So, so it's five times the normal concussion damage. Okay, five times. So that's another 100 hits on it. And that is enough to knock the creature to the ground. Down it goes. Nice. Okay. Uh, so that large um, herding demon collapses to the ground as you hammer shield breaker through its chest, almost decapitating it. Acor is... Can Crandall yeah. finish up? Because he's basically desperate to get to Augment, so he's going to sprint up towards the cap. Can he move a little bit more? Mm, I'll let you move that far, but that's it. Yeah, Oops, sorry. Acor, you are uh, fumbling with your bow. You can move, however, if you want. So I'll allow you to move something like 40 feet. Charlie Chaplin hat. Move up behind Parkle. Yep, that's fine. Uh, you'll have one more round of fumble, so to speak, and then the next round you'll be able to shoot at what will probably be quite a few creatures coming your way. You've uh, a clear shot of that demon in the tower. Take her out. <laughs> <laughs> Troublemaker. <laughs> Victoria, um, there is one demonic creature trying to snarl and snap at you with its venom-coated teeth, all the while muttering, I don't like fruit. I don't like fruit. I don't like fruit. Stuart's deep psychosis from childhood are coming out in these demons. <laughs> Me neither. You know, I don't want the crust. I don't want the crust. <laughs> oh, not Marmite. Uh, not Marmite. <laughs> 22 is still bloody hell. All right. I'm going to have to take these weapons off you. That's 25 points and an E slash critical. Hey. You go with a critical, Victoria. Awesome work. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, again, this hideous weapon that you've got, which is really, thank God you're doing this against demons. I think I'd have to take this, this weapon off you. You've taken its leg off, and that's enough to drop it to the ground. Um, so down it goes. <laughs> So, Victoria, again, why use two swings when you can use one? Snarkle, he advances slowly, but hugs the wall. And he looks back at you all the while, Acor. He's obviously uh, anxious not to leave you stranded. Initiative rolls, please. By the way, my second attack is only for special occasions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice work. Yes. Okay, Silk, do you want to get that spell off? Okay. Do you need some targets to hit, Silk? Uh, I do need uh, multiple targets with the circle that I've got there. What right, I'm going to okay. do, though, is uh, make another self-discipline check. <laughs> ready? Uh-oh. Are you ready? This yep. is a bad. This could be oh, This could be really bad for Ugnan. Off you go. I think it's Fireball at this level. Isn't that right, so yeah, fireball. <laughs> okay. I'm on. I'm on the same in it as you, by the way. Oh, oh. Why are you? So less? What will happen is, 
as that spell goes, if it does, I'm going to give Ugnan some sort of reflex. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So she might not, not know exactly how her target is. Right. This this might include Ugnan. Okay. So are you trying to say you're not? You haven't spent too but long. Doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So why, don't, why don't you hit those creatures there? Yeah, we'll do. So here we go. Boom. This is on uh, eight, and then I'll go around the clock, nine, six, and then five. So here's for eight. Okay. Ah. okay so oh, that's... because I'm wounded. All right, so that's 15 points of damage on number eight. Uh, so let's roll them one, uh, one at a time. So that's 15 points of damage. And we'll roll a B heat critical, please. All I can say, Silk, is they're way more fun in Rodmaster than in 5th edition D&D. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 10th <Tenth> level mage. <laughs> Bothersome smoke. Six hits. Light burns. Yeah, light burns my eyes. Right. Okay. Next. Number nine. Right. So 15 points of damage again, but I'm going to ask for that B heat critical to be rolled, please. There we go. That makes sense oh, to me. Wow. 26. Oh, come on, Silk. <laughs> it's my first time. Sound <laughs> <laughs> the same. Bothersome smoke. All the same. Wow. Okay, number six. Okay, so number six is still 15 points of damage. Okay, give me that. There you go. That's all, right. all right. They're my kin. I don't want so to hurt Foe is done for two rounds. Uh, no armor. So it's nine hits and three hits per round. So that was number... Which one was that? Number six. six. Number six. Thank you very much. There we go. And another last one is another 15 points on number five. Ah, bah. <laughs> and 30 points. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're going to roll 97. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So for a 10th level magic user to cast Fireball, this is why everybody plays D&D 5th edition. Yeah, <laughs> right. pretty rubbish, really. Minus okay. 8 is 26. Okay, that's right. me. I'll, uh, okay, I'll so uh, Ugnan, you feel a blast of fire behind you incinerating a whole bunch of creatures. Ugnan, you can see a great Ooh. burst of flames which catches the vegetation. Um, as well, how do you do what a touch? Do you want how to do you do? do a touch attack? Do I have to roll up and roll melee, or just have to get close? So, you want to close the ground right up, right up, right up to her, yep, and then touch her. Well, that'll, be, her. The, that'll be the first round, mm -hmm. and yep. then, um, the second round of haste will be to prepare. Hold kind, and then just hope I beat her on the initiative roll next round. And that's the last round of haste. Okay, and you'll get right. And re... so, yeah, you've got one more round of haste after this next round. Yeah. So if it doesn't work next round, yeah, then you... I can't get her. Then you could be in trouble. Or All right. Too quick for me. Okay, so these creatures mill around, burning and screaming, obviously unhappy with their lot. Cran. The creatures are on fire. The vegetation is on fire. They're sort of milling around in there. If you step in to fight them, you're going to have to take an A heat critical because of the amount of uh, heat and flame 
I'm just going to say, Quentin's not that stupid. He's just going to try and hold them in that hot area, um, blocking that small, like, three, four-foot yep. entrance there with the sword. Um, so I'm going to basically just stab anything that comes up the entrance, but trying to keep them in the heat. Okay. All right. That's That works for me. Victoria, what do you want to do? You can see this fireball, this plume of smoke and orange-red fire went off. You can see the demon shrieking, and you can see Cran sort of crouched in front of that opening with shield breaker rather than a in a in sort of a two-handed uh, shoulders back swinging stance. He's almost got it ready in front of him like a lance or a spear, looking to stab at anything that comes through. What do you want to do? I want to try and move around and see if I can uh, yeah, see where Ogden went. Okay, so you can make your regular move, and at the end of which I'll give you a. Um, I'm going to ask you to make a card perception roll, please. That's just minus ten. Sure. Right, you can see where Ugnan has gone to the tower, but you can't see Silk. I'm afraid. Okay. All right, and Acor, what do you want to do? You've got one more round. You can move. Next round, you can start firing your arrow if you want. I think I'm probably just going to sort of follow along behind Arkor. Okay. So, Acor, you close the ground. You will be able to fire next round. Uh, Victoria is clearly intent on that tower that you can see. There's something obviously of interest there. Um, Snarkle, oops. Snarkle will join. Snarkle will actually join Cran, I think. All right, initiative rolls, please. This obviously is an important one for a number of you. Mm -hmm. uh, make sure you've got that plus 30. I'll let you go first, Doug. Okay. <laughs> Come on, roll their bones. Yeah, get some tins, buddy. Snake eyes. Oh, oh eight. Oh. Here we yeah, go. I, I can got, roll ones. I, I can got, roll ones. No, but I got five ahead of you. Gonna have to roll high. There you go. Ready? Ready? Okay, let's go. Nice. Yes! Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay. So, Ugnan. So I, I say basically um, that I'm, I'm pl praying to her for the first time, um, and actually trying to channel actually from her power rather than any just general. Orgiana listens to your response, and she's interested but curious. Now, why does my servant need my help? You've not needed it before. What makes this one so worthy of my aid? She's useful and it will be hard to replace. But, but of what interest is that to me? Then I'll use my own power and you can find another servant. At this point, Orgiana sounds upset and a little bit cross. But she's giving you one final chance. Is that your final choice? Is that your will? No, I asked for your aid, and you'll not give him. Uh, you'll not give it. Uh, you leave me no choice, my lady. And she doesn't respond. She's like the proverbial cat that if you upset the cat, it'll just turn and put its back to you and start cleaning its paws. Give me a presence roll. You've got no presence bonus, so this is just going to be a straight die roll. Yeah, You're okay. trying to use your charisma, willpower, and so on to appeal to the... 
Yes, Master. I'm so sorry, Master. <laughs> I really balls that up. Oh, you can probably oh. hear Orgiana going, O-M-G. <laughs> you said what? Okay, off you go. You make your uh, roll for your spell. She's not interested. If she was a cat, she'd be licking her bum. Oh. Off you go. Nice. Oh. Okay. So flamboyant gestures, flamboyant incantations. It's five too much. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you get your spell off. She's going to get a resistance roll, isn't she? Yeah. So it'll be the whatever's underneath the UM on that table. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Silk, can you give me a channeling resistance roll, please? Okay. You need to get over 35. And is there a negative 55 to this for how we cast a spell or no? No. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, here we go. Technically, I'm bad at this, so it's 40 now. <laughs> oh, God, shit. 100 and something. Oh, jeez. No kidding. God damn it. Okay. So, what spell were yes, you trying? Yes, Orgiana, I agree, and I'm yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's hold kind. All right, so, uh, Silk, I mean, what yeah. you see happen is, and again, you play this as you want, as the Silk who you want Silk to be. Ugnan mm. steps into the ruins, grabs you by the arm, looks at you, and tries to cast some sort of spell on you. Mm -hmm. You react almost instinctively, recoil, snatch your arm away and step back, breaking his attempt to cast a spell on you. How do you respond to his spell? Yeah, I'll uh, shock bolt him. <laughs> of course. I mean, Sorry, there's pal. a 1% chance of that and you got 100. I know, 1%, right? God damn. Okay, buddy, here you go. Here's your own medicine back at you. <laughs> Goodbye, nose. Another hundred. Yeah, this is this is going to be a top top roll now. Where's the um, flamboyant gestures and incantations? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> do we have? You're to not do? feeling that flamboyant. Yeah, no, I'm not. It, this is just a reaction thing, so she wouldn't be like cognizant of what she's doing. Okay, here we go. Plus thirty-five. Shit. Uh, shock bolt. Oh, that's a nice little roll. Not with a hundred and all right. So Ugnan Silk's eyes widen, but in a fraction of a second before you are jolted by a bolt of lightning, um, a white light, blue white light. Can you give me a perception roll, please? Just a standard perception roll. Silk's normal. Ooh. Okay, you see very little. Silk is clearly not really in her right mind and probably is unaware of what she's doing. Silk, can you give me a B electricity critical, please? 11, 11, 11. 
Oof. That's weird. I just saw one dice roll. Okay, so that's a 37. So those are minor burns so you're singed but you still have your nose and you know silk uh, is an expert at targeting faces cran the creatures are milling around burning but one staggers towards you so you can stab at it i am going to stab at it in the face have that uh, again, that's um, probably overkill on these poor pathetic things. Uh, that's another 48 points of damage. And the creature collapses to the ground. Oh, I love all the 78 on the critical damage. Uh, I'll tell you what that would have been, just for the sheer fun of it. There you go. Creature collapses anyway. Victoria, what do you want to do? You can see there's a flash of light. And um, Ugnan ducks and then reels away with some of his clothing burning and singed. Uh, I'm going to uh, run towards the tower. Okay. Yep. Moving maneuver or something? No? Yes, please. Yeah. Yep. Come on, big roll. Um, so you'll get to about there. Okay. And you can see Silk backing away. Looking anxiously at Ugnan, but her hands are up in what is for you a familiar. She's going to cast more spells. She's not giving up. She's not surrendering. Acor, you can move and shoot normally. You can see creatures inside the ruin, so you can step up onto the slope and shoot at any of them that you wish. Uh, and they're all burning, are they? Yeah, um, so they're taking sort of small amounts of burn damage each round. You could leave them alone and they'll burn to death, or you could take them out now. Actually, there's another one that I've just got to remove. Do I see the flash coming from the tower? Yes, you do. Yep. Uh, I sort of move to sort of here and see what's happening in the tower. Give me a perception roll, please. Um, just a normal straight perception okay. roll through breaks in the wall you can see silk retreating to the rear of the tower just before victoria obscures your line of sight ugnan meanwhile reels back he's clearly been hit by some powerful spell could be fire could be something else you can see he's damping out um some small fires on one of his shoulders um his hair is up on end as well and he's coughing as if uh smoke Fire, lightning bolts, uh, shock bolts, something involving a, a discharge of a lot of energy. Whether that's silk or something else, you don't know. But certainly Victoria's come running in with her um, hideously effective scythe. Okay. In that case, I might just move a bit closer this round and keep my arrow knocked, but not let loose. Okay, I'll give you another 20 feet to move forward. So each square is five foot. So if you want to move forward another 20 feet, that's fine. About there-ish. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, Cran, I'm afraid that creature comes through to try and bite you. It manages to somehow get past your greaves on your leg and hit you for just a scratch but a scratch is 
all these creatures needs so that's one point of damage and that's going to be a critical as well but it's only a tiny <laughs> so it manages to just leap up slightly and as you've bent down to kill one it manages to just scratch you across the cheek doesn't do much more than four points of damage but it's the venom that is worried and it's caught you in the face so can i have on a poison save or um no it just means that rather than i mean if your face goes numb it means you're going to be unable to talk for the rest of the session everyone else is cheering with that <laughs> so uh give me a resistance roll please grant uh something over 50 so it's poison yeah something over 50 will would, would do good there you go fine oh fine <laughs> <laughs> now you know who your friends are okay <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, the other creature is going to go off that way i think they're moving around somewhat randomly snarkle i think will try and smash this creature having seen what it tried to do to you and he'll do it with his dagger not that so that's 23 points of damage which is number five is enough to take it out so that creature is dropped by snarkle Initiative rolls, please. And with Silk on the defensive and with powerful magic at her disposal, these would be some good ones to not lose. Oh, I can okay. back to normal speed. That's a disaster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, surely. Silk. Okay. Fight, run, give up. It's entirely up to you. As Silk we, does as a nail. Discussed. Yes, go on. Self-discipline roll. Oh, makeup. Ooh. Ah, uh, shit. So she. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's because I'm wounded. That's why it's much higher. I'm like, what the heck? So she she basically looks back and she says, "I'm trying to save you. I'm trying to protect you. Just don't." And she'll run. She'll book it into okay. the fog. Okay, so can you give me a moving manoeuvre roll, please, as you run wildly uh, northwards following the wall? You gotta gotta switch back over. Oh Jeez. come on! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Natural hundred again, second time in two rounds. Jesus! Oh my god! It's Linford Christie crossed with Ben Johnson, crossed with anything else fast that you can no, think I, of. Uglin's Ben Johnson over the last three rounds. Oh, that's true. Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's Usain Bolt. So off you go. So um, yeah. you absolutely peg it. So I've got you down there as a jog. Absolutely yeah, not. We're going to put you down as probably a sprint. So you can move uh, 270 feet. Yeah, what? so she's gone. So you are basically gone up there. Yeah. Out of sight. Flow Joe. <laughs> and yeah. you hear her, don't follow. Okay. We're trying to save you. I'm trying to save you. Okay. <laughs> Fly, you fools. Yeah. All right. Uh, creature comes out of the murk. And sinks its teeth into you, Acor, I'm afraid. 
With your bow at the ready, you're not the best placed person to defend. And it manages to hit you for 19 points of damage and an A slash critical as those horribly sharp little teeth catch you across an unmentionable body part until I've rolled the critical. Ooh, one. Excellent. You've just got to love Rollmaster. It manages somehow, despite being quite small, to leap up and sever your ear. Oh, Jesus. God. Oh. There's Ow. a flesh okay. wound. Yes. No. All right. Uh, I'm wearing what? sunglasses again. No. <laughs> uh, and that hat is always at a rakish angle. Um, can I please have a poison resistance roll? You need over 50. That poison is very close to your head and brain, therefore. <laughs> 29. Sorry, okay. sorry, you shake your head through the pain, but you can almost instantly feel the side of your head go quite cold, icy cold. Not that you're aware of what that is. The other creature is staggering towards you two folks, but won't get there. Ugnan, it's your turn. You see and can hear Silk to plead with you to leave her alone. She does not want to be found again. She doesn't want to be part of your team. What do you want to do? Yeah, well, I can't run after her in this work, and I would need to look back on everybody else and see if they've been chewed, poisoned, or whatever. Yeah, so you're just going to put four parries into against number eight, and look okay. at, and then just use the other eye to look over everybody to see what you can see. All right, give me a yeah, give me a perception roll. Oh my god. That's bad by the sound of things. Yeah, you've no idea what's happened to the rest of the party. You are still suffering with the heat. Um, Come down as well from the Worried. Yeah, yes, probably. <laughs> worried about what's going to happen to Silk and also concerned about how you're going to afford to get more of this wonderful herb. Only so worries, Victoria. Juice. Victoria, <laughs> Silk has charged off northwards at a speed that you don't think you can match. And there's another creature lumbering towards you. Yeah, I'm going to attack the creature instead. Goodness me. So that's 30 points of damage on number eight. And with that E slash of a 42, that almost takes its leg off, but not quite. The damage it's taken from the uh, burn as well from the fireball. Its other leg was almost off. Its arm is horribly burnt and almost turned to charcoal. With the leg injury that you've just in, um, given it, it also collapses to the ground, twitches, and then stops moving. Cran, it's your turn. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else moving in front of you. You're uninjured. That's about 50% of my walking movement speed to get to him it's about 30 feet then, away. You can, then you can still attack okay i'm gonna wear silk she's bugging off stupid um, elf there we go that's better so that's enough to that's another 48 points and a slash critical so again that creature as you close on it from behind Rather than cutting it, really, Shield Breaker is a two-handed weapon. You almost just club the creature to the ground. 
flat or edge, it doesn't really make any difference. Shield Breaker is just such a massive weapon, and the creature is smashed to the ground and doesn't even twitch. Again, nice. Acor, cool. the side of your face is now very, very cold, and your tongue is beginning to just tingle. You know that the creature's bite is either infected or poisoned or something because the whole of the side of your face is beginning to go numb and you're beginning to have trouble coordinating your left eye. It's flickering and beginning to close and open without your conscious control. What do you want to do? Can I give a shout grabbing? Yes, you can. Yep. Help me, I think I've been poisoned by something. I can still speak. Ugnan, uh, sorry, Cran, you can hear Acor call out to Ugnan. Acor's voice is slightly slurred, but still intelligible. You can see it is missing an ear, and he's bleeding from what is a nasty wound My on the cast. side. Ugnan! He's lost a fucking ear! Oh, great. I'm going to lose a fucking ear. <laughs> Snarkle closes and looks desperately at his friend, scans the area, can't see any harm or any threat, sorry. Uh, and then that's his turn. Okay, initiative rolls, please, folks. I'm still going to go for initiative because of Silk's actions. Silk, are you continuing to run or do you want to do something else? You yeah. are fairly confident that you have got away. Yeah, she'll she'll basically uh well actually it's self-discipline again. It seems I, I made it so that if she failed self-discipline rules, she would actually be present. Um, but I find with more damage, I'm losing them because of that negative mod, so I didn't really think this through, but I'll I'll continue on. Otherwise the demon takes over if I make them. So yeah, she, she is herself. So she will, yeah, she'll keep running, put as okay. much distance between her. and All them right. So I'm not going to move you further on the map. Um, you're basically right. pretty much going to be lost now to the party unless yeah. you choose to regather your senses. Can you give me, or Silk, you're aware that given the state you're in, the other inhabitants of Tarek Nev are ignoring you. They're, oh, not, wow. they're not reacting to you at all. Wow. They're neither threatened by you, nor are they attracted by you. You're just one of them. Right. One of us. One <laughs> of us. So well, you're one of them. It. So in the state you're in, you are free to move wherever you want within Tarek Nev. They won't okay. do anything at all. She's going to go back to the palace. That's all we need to do, guys. We just head back there in about... That's right. Beat me yeah. to get to the basalt stone. Well, remember, there's that big power. basalt stone. Exactly. That's where I'm going. See ya. Ugnan, what do you want to do? Okay, so he's going to pat out the burn, the one per round, as he's looking round to see yeah. who's hurt. Notices, well, I don't know. We'll see what he notices, I suppose. Yeah, the person who is probably the most severe, apart from just sheer physical damage, which is you, um, you heard Acor call out, and you can see the fact that Snarkle and Cran have gathered round. Acor is taking a nasty bite to the side of his face. 
you probably won't notice the ear missing, but you'll see that there's a lot of blood on the side of his face. And you'll know that these creatures um, carry a nasty venom, which will can knock somebody out within sort of one to ten rounds based on how badly they succumb to the poison. You know, how badly they fail their resistance role. Okay, what so do you want to do? he'll try and get to Acor then. Okay. You can see the wound, you can see the severed ear, and it's clear that given Acor's now sort of not quite staggering, but looking really as if he's struggling to hold his head up, his arms have just gone a bit limp, and he keeps... You know how you do if you've if you've ever gone to the dentist and you've had uh, your jaw numbed, you can't help but be fascinated by the fact that you can scratch your chin and not feel anything, <laughs> and you can almost see Acor sort of rubbing his face, tapping his face, and tapping around his lips, clearly concerned that his head is going numb. Cran of silk, there is no sign she's gone. Fuck that, Ogden, we've lost her. Try my best, God, Acor, what? Yeah, you did. She fucking like shot you in the head, or tried to. Uh, Acor, <laughs> can you hear me? Sorry, no. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> look, it's, it's down here, Ugnan. And uh, Crano will like walk around behind and try and look look around on the ground where the ear got ripped off. You're going to look the for... mouth of some demonic child and then give it to Ugnan. Look, flapping <laughs> it in his face. Can you can you put this back on? Okay. Talk into it and uh... see if he can hear you then. Okay, yes. <laughs> Hold the ear and say, can you hear me? Okay, um, I'm not going to ask you to make a perception roll to find the ear. That's just going to be embarrassing for everybody when you can't. So you find <laughs> the ear. <laughs> Here we go. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Hey! Yes. Okay. The clue was it was in the creature's mouth. Oh. <laughs> and then he put the creature's trousers back on and said, oh, that mouth. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Acor, um, can you give me another resistance roll, please, to see if you can stay conscious? You need to get over 50, please. Sorry, over 55, sorry. Acor, Acor touches his face and thinks, oh, it's funny that I can't feel my jaw, and then realises he's missing an ear, uh, and suddenly <laughs> the not being able to feel his jaw is, is, is the least of his worries. Also, can someone check that ear to make sure he's not putting the monster's tongue on, on the side of my face? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Damn it. When it said replace organ, didn't say you had to have the right organ, did it? Yeah. Uh, okay, so 98. So you're actually, mm. you decide to just kneel down and you're conscious that that side of your face is going and that you've probably got minutes before you collapse unconscious but you're also conscious enough that you know that, look, this is poison. This must be a routine uh, fix, you hope. Victoria, you're the Sorry. nearest. Sorry, uh, Acor, carry on. As I, as I kneel to the ground, I just want to sort of pull, um, what's his name? Uh, pull Snarkle in, just say, Snarkle, if, if the worst should happen, um, tell everyone I hate them. <laughs> uh, snarkle looks at you looks around at the party and says we haven't been paid yet either Shh. <laughs> uh victoria snarkle is obviously concerned acle because you two have basically been thrown together 
uh, so he will stay close. Victoria, you were the nearest when Silk basically charged off northwards. Do you want to go in pursuit or do you want to join the others? Uh, I'm not going to go off on my own. I'm going to join the others. This little blue, blue sprite appears in front of you and starts and grabs hold of you and tugs you. Now, this is the first time the blue sprite fey creatures actually interacted with anybody, Victoria. Um, it reaches up, and as you turn, you can feel something cool but not cold um, grab your hand. And as you whirl round with your scythe ready to cut down whatever touches you, you can see what looks like a tiny little blue perfectly formed but miniature uh, woman. It's only about one and a half foot tall, is naked apart from what is probably a very, very thin, almost transparent blue gauze gown of some description. Um, mm. It's got long blue hair, perfectly formed, and it tugs at you. And you can it's got slightly larger than normal eyes, and they're very wide. It looks very concerned. This creature isn't doesn't talk but it's pulling you by the hand northwards hey guys uh the blue sprites here oh, well. uh, it keeps tugging on your hand and tugging on your hand pulling on you and it you're obviously a lot bigger and stronger than it is and it's desperate to pull you northward so at one point it literally braces its feet on the wall and pulls with all its might on your hand almost pulling you forward towards it hmm. i'm gonna try and follow it for a bit at least okay at the end of that round you've probably got to about there um cran uh ugnan you're probably busy acor's busy snarkler's busy cran you're the only person who would have seen this as victoria called out give me a very hard perception roll and then based on that, I can tell you what you see. Okay, Cran, you can see Victoria call out or hear Victoria call out. And she calls out something about the blue sprite. You can see she's being pulled. And then she moves off. She's following this blue sprite, you suspect. If what she said was correct. Uh, Cran will say, Ugnan, uh, fuck, I think. I think the sprite's trying to link Victoria to Silk. Uh, I'm going this way. I think we'll stop there for the session, folks. And that is indeed where we're going to leave this session. Oh, so close. So target number was, well, should have been 105, because negative 55 plus the level versus level would have been 105. That would have been, and she rolled 103, but the target number was 35, so there was a negative 70 from somewhere. You know where that came from? Orgiana. Unfortunately, Ugly doesn't know that, and he's about to become her high priest. Ah well, maybe next time I'll get her. Thanks very much for watching, listening, subscribing. Happy gaming. Cheers.